0: Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us.
1: Hey guys, welcome to God's Whole Story. Uh, My name is Ryan and I am here with Chelsea today and we are, oh, hello, (laughs) Uh, we are getting into Leviticus 17 and 18. Uh, The thing that sticks out to me right away is that if you've ever heard quotes from Leviticus or if you've ever had some of those like devil's advocate folks in your life, probably they've went to Leviticus 18 at some point.
0: Yeah, as soon as you said quotes from Leviticus, I'm picturing like quotes from Leviticus on a plaque at Hobby Lobby. Uh, that'd be <laughs> hilarious, like like a uh,
1: like above your dining room table. Right. Like, Just
0: like, don't have sexual relations with your sister-in-law.
1: <laughs> I guess maybe you could find that in the clearance section somewhere.
0: I mean, uh, ours our, our plaque
1: above our dining room table is about how you're not supposed to drink blood from an animal. I don't know, guys. Leave in the comments or uh, send us a message. What sign? What's the what's the Leviticus sign oh above your gosh. table?
0: This is starting off great. <laughs> um. So. <laughs>
1: I think Chelsea has successfully derailed us immediately. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, Le- Vegas is tough. I love how much we've been focused on just, like, the overall picture, not the minutia of everything. But there is some interesting minutiae. Again, uh, if we look at a lot of these details, a lot of these details are actually just good health decisions. Yes. Like don't drink blood. You know what? Uh, that could actually make you sick. Like, you know, <laughs> it's not a great idea. <laughs> it's actually not a great idea. So, uh, we talked a little bit about this already before we turned on the the recording. Um, but how do we figure out Chelsea, like which of these laws are actually like still valuable for us to follow? And like, which of these aren't like probably my shirt is not hundred percent cotton and it's probably blended with some, some other threads. Dead. Why am I not <laughs> bound to hell now? <laughs>
0: Uh, I mean, that's a great question and definitely not one that I qualified to answer, but it is important to study the Bible. This is why it's important to study the Bible, um, because you learn about context and cultural context and what's happening in... Um, the Israelites' time and the people around them and what they're doing. Right in this passage, it talks about how all these things that God is listing out for people not to do are all the things that the people in the New Promised Land are doing. And we know from reading Exodus and now Leviticus that the nation of Israel is supposed to be set apart from the rest of the world. And if they are going into the Promised Land doing all the things that um, the people in the promised land are doing, they are not going to be set apart. They are not going to be God's holy chosen people. And as far as bringing it into modern day times, just like the Israelites are asked to be set apart, we're also asked to be set apart. We're called a royal priesthood and and chosen and holy um, because God has made us that way. And if we live our lives in a way that reflects the world around us, we will not look like we're set apart. We will not look any different, and that's not what we're called to do. That's that's all I have.
1: <laughs> that's deep, Chelsea. <laughs> so, can I get a tattoo? Or
0: <laughs> you talk about tattoos? You probably know way more than I do. Uh,
1: honestly, tattoos.
0: I know the general line that people say.
1: The hilarious thing about tattoos is that that was like what what edgy youth pastors used to do in my Mennonite church, or like get tattoos in my, in my more Anabaptist church settings. It'd be like so. Is it sinful to get a tattoo? And then everyone would be like, yes, tell us. (laughs) I was like, okay. Um, I don't want a tattoo because it's too expensive, and I don't know what picture I would ever want on me forever. Honestly, I think that's pretty wise. And that's not from the Bible. It's just like, yeah, it's expensive, and I don't know what I want to see on me forever.
0: (laughs) I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Right.
1: Uh, In this culture at this time, these Folks, like specifically people in Canaan, that's what God is saying, mm-hmm. um, they're getting tattoos to mark themselves for the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times people were tattooed to to swear allegiance to different governments and armies and all that kind of stuff. Um, so God doesn't want us to be defined by some other allegiance. He wants us to be defined by
0: Him. And it is interesting. So if people are marking themselves back in the Israelites' time with allegiance to something else, and God is actually asking the Israelites to be... Holy, faithful set to apart. him, be holy
1: as I am holy. He's That's not in this asking.
0: Passage. He's not asking them to get tattoos for his sake, which nope. is funny. It's just like they are not supposed to look anything like the people.
1: One hundred the different. world.
0: So interesting, and so like, how are we? They are the Israelites were marked in a different way, and they are marked by their behavior and their civilization and how they worship their God. Um, so how are we marked in a different way? Speaking
1: of that mark, uh, I would say if you pay attention to what God's doing here. Um, there, we, we are looking at this story of, like um, like, the holiness of the nation of Israel, how important it is. So if you think about it, like, the nation of Israel is trying to ascend to a higher place. They're trying to have, like, this right relationship with God, this right standing with God that the whole world can see. At the same time, God is letting the Israelites know that Canaan, where they're going, the Canaanites are descending. They're becoming more and more lost, more and more evil. That is something that's going to be really important to pay attention to as we get into Joshua, uh, because God is over hundreds of years giving the people in Canaan an opportunity to repent and turn away from sin, but they are continually diving deeper into sin. So that is something to pay attention to because it, it helps us understand, is God this crazy, wrathful, evil God that just wants to kill people for no reason? Or is he a holy God uh, that gives people a chance to repent, but does give judgment at some point? Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I And I would encourage you, if you are going to listen to this or you're going to read it, um, definitely go through and read chapter 19. It talks about holiness and their personal conduct and kind of read through and be like, okay, all of these things are good things to do. They're good reminders. They're like, again, things that set us apart. Don't steal, don't um, cheat, don't gossip. These things that are just so, like, especially I think with Christians, easily just like to slip into your life. I mean, Israelites, as they're entering the promised land, they are going to look very different look the very people different. that they're going to encounter
1: because they're not gonna have any tattoos and they're,
0: they're, they're going not to going them. to use dishonest standards when measuring length and weight
1: <laughs> and uh, i mean even that like we still do that like <laughs> I, actually i read right. that and i thought a little sticker on the gas pump it's like pass fail you're looking at me like you've never seen that sticker in your whole life never <laughs> we are still very concerned about honest weights and measures we have like a whole wing of the government to make sure that happens <laughs> So there now you go. Now I feel like I have Leviticus. to go look at my
0: car. Is it on the car?
1: No, it's on the gas pump at like at sheets. There's like a sticker where they have uh-huh. to punch out uh-huh. a month and it shows the month that the inspector made sure that the weights and measures were correct. Okay. Leviticus 19, guys.
0: <laughs> wow. In action today.
1: <laughs> there you go. The, probably the gas pump inspector
0: probably loves this chapter. <laughs> They're all Christians. <laughs> <laughs> guys, thanks so much for listening today. And we'll be back with Leviticus tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye. Yay! Bye. <laughs>
1: Leviticus 17, starting in verse 1. Then the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to Aaron and his sons and all the people of Israel. This is what the Lord has commanded. If any native Israelite sacrifices a bull or a lamb or a goat anywhere inside or outside the camp, instead of bringing it to the entrance of the tabernacle to present it as an offering to the Lord, that person will be as guilty as a murderer. Such a person has shed blood and will be cut off from the community. The purpose of this rule is to stop the Israelites from sacrificing animals in the open fields. It will ensure that they will bring their sacrifices to the priest at the entrance to the tabernacle so he can present them to the Lord as peace offerings. Then the priest will be able to splatter the blood against the Lord's altar to the entrance of the tabernacle, and he will burn the fat as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. The people must no longer be unfaithful to the Lord by offering sacrifices to the goat idols. This is a permanent law for them. To be observed from generation to generation. Give them this command as well. If any native Israelite or foreigner living among you offers a burnt offering or a sacrifice, but does not bring it to the entrance of the tabernacle to offer it to the Lord, that person will be cut off from the community. And if any native Israelite or foreigner living among you eats or drinks blood in any form, I will turn against that person and cut off from the community of your people. For the life of the body is in the blood. I have given you the blood on the altar to purify you, making you right with the Lord. It is the blood given in exchange for a life that makes purification possible. That is why I have said to the people of Israel, you must never eat or drink blood, either you nor the foreigners living among you. And if any native Israelite or foreigner living among you goes hunting and kills an animal or a bird that is approved for eating, he must drain its blood and cover it with earth. The life of every creature is in its blood. That is why I have said to the people of Israel, you must never eat or drink blood, for the life of every creature is in its blood. So whoever consumes blood will be cut off from the community." And if any native-born Israelites or foreigners eat the meat of an animal that has died naturally or is torn up by wild animals, they must wash their clothes and bathe themselves in water. They will remain ceremonially unclean until evening, but then they will be clean. But if they do not wash their clothes and bathe themselves, they will be punished for their sin." The Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. I am the Lord your God. So do not act like the people in Egypt, where you used to live, or like the people in Canaan, where I am taking you. You must not imitate their way of life. You must obey all my regulations and be careful to obey my decrees, for I am the Lord your God. If you obey my decrees and my regulations, you will find life through them. I am the Lord. You must never have sexual relations with a close relative, for I am the Lord. Do not violate your father by having sexual relations with your mother. She is your mother, you must not have sexual relations with her. Do not have sexual relations with any of your father's wives, for this would violate your father. Do not have sexual relations with your sister or half sister, whether she is your father's daughter or your mother's daughter, whether she was born into your household or someone else's. Do not have sexual relations with your granddaughter whether she is your son's daughter or your daughter's daughter, for this would violate yourself. Do not have sexual relations with your stepsister, the daughter of any of your father's wives, for she is your sister. Do not have sexual relations with your father's sister, for she is your father's close relative. Do not have sexual relations with your mother's sister, for she is your mother's close relative. Do not violate your uncle, your father's brother, by having sexual relations with his wife, for she is your aunt. Do not have sexual relations with your daughter-in-law. She is your son's wife, so you must not have sexual relations with her. Do not have sexual relations with your brother's wife, for this would violate your brother. Do not have sexual relations with both a woman and her daughter, and do not take her granddaughter, whether her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter, and have sexual relations with her. They are close relatives, and this would be a wicked act. While your wife is living, do not marry her sister, and have sexual relations with her, for they would be rivals." Do not have sexual relations with a woman during her period of menstrual impurity. Do not defile yourself by having sexual intercourse with your neighbor's wife. Do not permit any of your children to be offered as a sacrifice to Molech, for you must not bring shame on the name of your God. I am the Lord. Do not practice homosexuality having sex with another man as with a woman. It is a detestable sin. A man must not defile himself by having sex with an animal, and a woman must not offer herself to a male animal to have intercourse with it. This is a perverse act. Do not defile yourself in any of these ways, for the people I am driving out before you have defiled themselves in all these ways. Because the entire land has become defiled, I am punishing the people who live there. I will cause the land to vomit them out. You must obey all my decrees and regulations. You must not commit any of these detestable sins. This applies both to native-born Israelites and to the foreigners living among you. And these detestable activities are practiced by the people of the land where I am taking you, and this is how the land has become defiled. So do not defile the land and give it a reason to vomit you out, as it will vomit out the people who live there now. Whoever commits any of these detestable sins will be cut off from the community of Israel." So obey my instructions and do not defile yourselves by committing any of these detestable practices that were committed by the people who lived in the land before you. I am the Lord your God. The Lord also said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the entire community of Israel. You must be holy, because I, the Lord your God, am holy. Each of you must show great respect to your mother and father, and you must always observe my Sabbath days of rest. I am the Lord your God. Do not put your trust in idols or make metal images of gods for yourselves. I am the Lord your God. When you sacrifice a peace offering to the Lord, offer it properly, so you will be accepted by God. The sacrifice must be eaten on the same day you offer it, or on the next day. Whatever is left over until the third day must be completely burned up. If any of the sacrifice is eaten on the third day, it will be contaminated, and I will not accept it. Anyone who eats it on the third day will be punished for defiling what is holy to the Lord and will be cut off from the community. When you harvest the crops of your land, do not harvest the grain along the edges of the fields, and do not pick up what the harvesters drop. It's the same with the grace crop. Do not strip every last bunch of grapes from the vines, and do not pick up the grapes that fall on the ground. Leave them for the poor and the foreigners living among you. I am the Lord your God. Do not steal Do not deceive or cheat one another. Do not bring shame on the name of your God by using it to swear falsely. I am the Lord. Do not defend, defraud, or rob your neighbor. Do not make your hired workers wait until the next day to receive their pay. Do not insult the deaf or cause the blind to stumble. You must fear your God. I am the Lord. Do not twist justice in legal matters by favoring the poor or being partial to the rich and powerful. Always judge fairly. Do not spread slanderous gossip among your people. Do not stand idly by when your neighbor's life is threatened. I am the Lord. Do not nurse hatred in your heart for any of your relatives. Confront people directly so you will not be held guilty for their sin. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against a fellow Israelite, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. You must obey all my decrees. Do not mate two different kinds of animals. Do not plant your field with two different kinds of seeds. Do not wear clothing woven from two different kinds of thread. If a man has sex with a slave girl whose freedom has never been purchased, but who is committed to become another man's wife, he must pay full compensation to her master. But since she is not a free woman, neither the man nor the woman will be put to death. The man, however, must bring a ram as a guilt offering and present it to the Lord at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will then purify him before the Lord with the ram of the guilt offering, and the man's sin will be forgiven. When you enter the land and plant fruit trees, leave the fruit unharvested for the first three years and consider it forbidden. Do not eat it. In the fourth year, the entire crop must be consecrated to the Lord as a celebration of praise. Finally, in the fifth year, you may eat the fruit. If you follow this pattern, your harvest will increase. I am the Lord your God. Do not eat meat that has not been drained of its blood. Do not practice fortune-telling or witchcraft. Do not trim off the hair on your temples or trim your beards. Do not cut your bodies for the dead and do not mark your skin with tattoos. I am the Lord. Do not defile your daughter by making her a prostitute, or the land will be filled with prostitution and wickedness. Keep my Sabbath day of rest and show reverence toward my sanctuary. I am the Lord. Do not defile yourselves by turning to mediums or to those who consult the spirits of the dead. I am the Lord your God. Stand up in the presence of the elderly and show respect for the aged. Fear your God. I am the Lord. Do not take advantage of foreigners who live among you in your land. Treat them like native-born Israelites and love them as you love yourself. Remember that you were once foreigners living in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Do not use dishonest standards when measuring length, weight, or volume. Your scales and weights must be accurate. Your containers for measuring dry materials or liquids must be accurate. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. You must be careful to keep all my decrees and regulations by putting them into practice. I am the Lord.